Hi friends, and welcome to the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place for you to be encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ. I'm your host, Megan. Hello, hello. We are diving in today into 1 Timothy. We're continuing this study. Today, we're going to be starting 1 Timothy 1, verses 12 through 20. If you missed last week's episode on verses 1 through 11, I encourage you to go and check them out in this study, friend. We're going to be covering so much as a whole, not just today, but we'll be covering our identity in Christ, God's grace, the battle that is our faith and walk with Christ, false teachings, leaving the faith. We'll spend a long, good time, maybe a whole episode or two episodes on women in the Bible and God's role for them. Can women be pastors? Can they speak in the church? What do these verses mean? We'll talk about all of that and so much more. Before we jump in, I just want to say thank you so much for being in the space. I am so thankful that you are encouraged and equipped here and that you are listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast. It is just such a... I don't even know what the word is. I'm just so thankful, thankful, thankful for you and that we get to do this together to meet every week, twice a week on the podcast. And I'm so thankful too for all of your reviews, for sharing this podcast with your friends, doing all of that, subscribing, listening helps the podcast to reach new women in their walk with Christ, to encourage and equip them. And it also helps the podcast to stay in Spotify's top 50 religion chart, which is so incredible that the podcast is there. I am mind blown. It has been there since then, I think since I mixed up my words there since October. And I just, I remember the first time seeing it there was so shocked fully expecting it to be gone after a day. And here we are months later and the podcast is still there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this podcast and for reviewing it. It really helps the podcast to reach new women. So All right, so let's dive into this study. Before we do, I want you to know that while we'll cover the majority of the study on the podcast, the entire study is available for download in our shop. If you didn't know, every single study that we talk about on the podcast, the Psalm 23, the Esther, the Ruth, Jonah, all of them have digital studies that they go with, and those are available on the site. These studies, including this first Timothy one, comes with downloadable prints for every section, a background on the book, a background of Paul and Timothy, a section for notes, a prayer for every study. And yeah, it's just so sweet to be able to have it, to read it, to write things down, to kind of have it either on an iPad or laptop, or a lot of you love to print them out, which is really incredible too. You can get this study for $5 in the shop, or you can get this study and all of the studies for free as a She Lives Purposely subscriber. She Lives Purposely subscriptions are $5.99 a month, and in them you get access, like I said, to all of the digital studies, including this brand new First Timothy study. You'll also get access to Bible reading plans for every single month, including this month and next month and all the months. You'll also get a 20% off exclusive discount code that's reusable for the She Lives Purposely shop. And you'll get access to our exclusive weekly bonus podcast episodes that air every single Friday right in your favorite podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So go grab that study on the site or sign up as a subscriber to get the study for free. 
Go ahead, girl, especially if you're somebody, like I said, who wants to write things down, take notes, have it in front of you. I encourage you to go ahead and grab that. All right, so let's dive into the study. I want to first read the passage. I always love to do that so that we know exactly what we're studying together. And again, this is going to be 1 Timothy 1 verses 12 through 20, and I'm going to be reading from the ESV version. That's the English Standard Version. You can definitely read from other versions or, you know, in your own time, study from other versions. Of course, the ESV is just my personal favorite. All right, so here we go. It goes like this. I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus, our Lord, because he judged me faithful, appointing me to his service, though formerly I was a blasphemer, persecutor, and insolent opponent. But I received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief, and the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. But I received mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. To the king of the ages, immortal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. This charge I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience. By rejecting this, some have made shipwreck of their faith, among whom are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme." Wow, what a section. If you were listening along to that, probably your ears are like, oh my gosh, wait, what did he say there? I feel like there's multiple things that we could talk about in this. So let's get right to it. Let's dive in. Okay, the first theme that I want to talk about from this passage is that grace overflows. God called Paul knowing fully who he was. God fully knew Paul's before Christ days, back when he was Saul. His history did not disqualify him. Even mistakes and failures while in Christ didn't disqualify him. God chose him and God used him. Why? Because God's grace and mercy overflows. It's abundant. It covers your sin, friend. It covers failures. It covers my sin. God's power and strength is made known and perfect in our weakness. His glory is revealed. His patience is shown to all might who believe. How powerful is that? Paul is saying, you know, because the Lord saved me and he feels like he is the utmost sinner, the foremost sinner, others can now be saved because seeing what the Lord does in his life. Jesus came to save sinners. Jesus says in Matthew 9, 12 through 13, and in Luke 5:32 that he came for those who need a savior not for those who are already righteous because there are none righteous already Matthew 9, 12 through 13 says this specifically but when he heard it he said those who are well have need and have no need of a physician but those who are sick Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. And Luke 5.32, since I mentioned it as well, says, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. God judged Paul faithful, despite who he was, as we see in verse 13. 
God judged him faithful because of his grace, we see in verse 14. Paul recognizes his place before God. He recognizes both that he deserves none of what God gives him, but also that he is now saved and chosen and should now live that calling out and embrace this new identity. God uses us, friend. He uses our surrender and our obedience and the gifts that he's given us, and he also uses our weakness and our failures. Often, you and I, we think of Paul as this great apostle, but he doesn't see himself that way. He sees himself as the chief sinner that Christ deemed faithful because of grace. Friend, none of us are disqualified because we were never qualified to begin with. He qualifies us. It is by grace that we start this race, by grace that we run this race, and by grace that we finish this race which takes us to another big theme, the battle. Through grace, friend, we are given an upward call. Paul recognizes, yes, that he deserves none of what God gave him. But like we said, he also recognizes the importance of living God's calling and identity on his life. And Paul calls Timothy here to hold faith, wage good warfare, and hold a good conscience. The Christian life is a battle won in grace. That's true. But it is indeed a battle. It's not a passive walk. It's active. Timothy is called here to hold and wage. And so are we. And Paul even says that those who reject waging good warfare, holding faith, and holding a good conscience can shipwreck their faith. To not wage good warfare, hold faith, and good conscience doesn't just dent or scratch our faith, but it can shipwreck our faith. Let us never, friend, underestimate rejecting Jesus, accepting sin, embracing complacency, letting in doubt, and hushing the spirit and conviction. Let us instead fight the good fight. And even when others don't, friend, fight the good fight. When friends and family turn from the faith or become complacent, Fight the good fight. Keep following Jesus, even when others don't. But be encouraged. Our strength to fight the good fight comes from the Lord. So seek him and simply abide in him. We cannot do it alone or in our own strength. And then we have this really sweet encouragement. And this theme I just thought was really kind of like a hope for all theme here. And we have this encouragement for those who have themselves fallen away or know others who have. Paul says this in verses 18 through 20. We see two things, that there is hope for everyone and that the goal of the church discipline is always restoration and not punishment. There is hope for all, even those who have shipwrecked their faith. Paul says here that he is letting these two people go to the one they were following, Satan, with the hope that they would learn. This implies that there is hope. The Lord's heart, friend, is for all to turn and return to him. Friend, I hope that this study was an encouragement for you. I hope and pray that you were encouraged and equipped in this space. If it was, go ahead and share this episode with a friend who you think would be encouraged by this as well. And definitely leave a review wherever you're listening from. 
And don't forget, if you haven't already, to pause this episode right now before you listen to your next podcast and go download the study on the site or sign up for the She Lives Purposefully subscription to get the digital study and all digital studies for free. Friend, I love you. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Live for Jesus well and live purposefully. Thank you.